are here. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. You hear him hour one of the program Monday through Friday. And he's also a former legislative counsel to Democratic Congressman Barty Frank and the House Judiciary, Homeland Security and Financial Services Committees. Hey, Mark. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Always good to have you co-hosting this hour with me. How are you doing today? Thank you, Leslie. Happy Wednesday to you. Hey, quick question. Did you happen to hear what I was talking about before? I don't know what time you're on hold. Oh, okay. It, it, you know, am I correct in the State Department wouldn't at this point be involved in what's going on with Baltimore? No, there's nothing. The State Department does foreign policy only. Right. So the the Turk, so the Turkish, you know, maybe, you know, in implying she's a dumb blonde, but maybe he should get a box of hair color. Well, the, the Turks are angry because we've been condemning their increasingly authoritarian tendencies, which I completely agree with the State Department on. It's, it's a real problem. Turkey used to be a, a wonderful, vibrant democracy. It's becoming less so, and I'm glad we're, we're sticking up for our principles. <clears throat> I agree with you 100%. Uh, but, but to me, you know, especially, you know, as a woman, and even though you're not a woman, Mark, I mean, it's, it's, it's 2015. It's, it's Isn't it time to grow up and stop attacking people personally and women for their gender? It's childish and offensive, and it's an attempt to change the issue from Turkish practice. Okay, you also heard me in Ripped uh, give a little sample of a couple of the uh, Supreme Court justices. Now, the, the, the Supreme Court is taking on gay marriage. And so that people understand, basically the bottom line is the Supreme Court is going to determine whether or not the Constitution guarantees a right to same-sex marriage or to marriage for same-sex couples, correct? Yeah, I would uh, I would frame it a little differently, but I would say determining whether the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment means that the laws have to be applied to, to have to be applied the same way to straight couples as well to gay couples as well as straight couples. Uh, some states have said that they have a right to discriminate against gay couples. 14th Amendment says if equal protection under the laws does that, equal protection go to gay people as well. That's how I'd frame it. I think it's a better way to frame it, but but the way you said it was accurate as well. Now, yesterday, we heard different remarks, and some people say this is foreshadowing of how this is going to come down. We definitely saw a division, a sharp division, among those remarks, correct? And what does that tell us? Well, there were, there were very few surprises. Uh, I mean, obviously, Justice Scalia and Justice Alito are, are against equality for gay people. That's no surprise. Obviously, uh, you know, Justice Ginsburg, Elena uh, Kagan, Sotomayor were very strongly in support. Uh, Breyer, I think, will support as well, though we had a couple critical questions of the uh, uh, pro-marriage equality folks. Uh, I think that Chief Justice Roberts may well come down against it, though I think he may agree with the second opinion, the one that allows for recognition of marriages from out of state. You might get 6-3 on that one. Uh, the heart of the question, of course, comes down to Justice Kennedy. He's a swing vote. And while he was critical of both sides, uh, I agree with, um, I think you said it, Leslie, that he was more critical of the uh, anti-marriage equality side than pro-marriage equality side. If I had to guess, I would guess 5-4 on the first question of whether or not states have to let gay couples marry, and 6-3 on the second question about recognizing other states' marriages. But, but we'll see. That's just my prediction. Uh, Justice Kennedy will be uh, the key to this decision, correct? And some yeah, would say absolutely. today, there are legal people out there today writing you know, their blogs and whatnot, and, and they said that 
Supreme Court Justice Kennedy was inching cautiously toward legalizing gay nuptials nationwide. For folks that aren't aware of what he said or how he seemed to tip his hat in that direction, what what makes people come up with that conclusion today? What what did Justice Kennedy say um, that alluded to that? Well, first of all, it's it's a lot before today. I mean, pretty much every national powerful decision on gay rights in the last 20 years has come from Justice Kennedy because he's in the center of the court. He's still with the four liberals, and so he's written all these opinions. So that was true before today. But today, when he talked about the equal dignity of gay couples, about their raising children, and showing sympathy for their families, uh, to me, that uh, was a pretty clear sign that he felt that they deserved equality under the law. Are you surprised that it constantly comes down to him? I know that, you know, uh, he certainly can be, um, you know, the the swing uh, vote, and, you know, often is. Um, But technically... He's a conservative, even though he's casting the deciding vote. And in many you know, situations, like you said, on issues uh, surrounding gay marriage or gay rights in the past, he hasn't seemed a whole lot like a conservative. Or is this not about conservative and liberal, but about right and wrong and what the Constitution does and does not say and permit? Oh, I think he's a libertarian. I think he's a, a social liberal and a fiscal conservative. He, he definitely goes the wrong way on a lot of decisions that I care about, everything Citizens United to the Voting Rights Act. And on the Affordable Care Act, let's all remember, a Kennedy voted what we might say is the wrong way, and Chief Justice Roberts saved the Affordable Care Act by voting with the four liberals. So it's not always that he's in the middle. I just think when it comes down to gay civil rights, yeah, that he's the middle seat. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. And we're talking about the Supreme Court, its division on gay marriage. That's no surprise. Again, uh, Justice Kennedy appears pivotal. That's no surprise. But we're getting your take on it as well. We're going to continue to talk about this and some other issues here on the only true democracy in talk radio. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Give me uh, a tweet on Twitter. Follow me there at Leslie Marshall. Follow Mark at Mark Levine Talk. The website for Mark is MarkLevineTalk.com. And ours where you can send a contact uh, a message to the contact page is LeslieMarshallShow.com. We'll be back with Mark Levine and I, Leslie Marshall, right after this. And you. Don't go away. We're back. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. Happy hump day here on the only true democracy in talk radio. Mark and I are talking about the Supreme Court. Uh, making a decision on gay marriage. Now, I know they don't tell you the uh, when it's coming down, I mean, the exact day, hour, uh, but my understanding is it appears they may have a decision in a couple of months in June. Is that correct? Yeah, usually the the end of the term is the end of June. So that's the time when they have to get all their decisions done. They begin in October, they end in June, and uh, they tend to save the most weighty cases to the very, very last minute. So I would predict the last week or maybe the next to last week of June. Um, I want to uh, – we have some emails, we have some tweets, and if you want to call us on this issue, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is uh, the number. Um, David emails, the 14th Amendment was purely to give freed slaves equal rights. What do you say, Mark, my lawyer? That's not what it says. That's not what the text of the 14th Amendment says. The 14th Amendment says that every person who's born or naturalized in the United States is a citizen of the United States. It didn't say the slaves are freed. In fact, the 13th Amendment says the slaves are freed. The 14th Amendment is broader than that. The 14th Amendment is the reason why everyone born in the United States has equal rights. Uh, it's the reason why uh, we have um, – um, there's all kinds of things in there, by the way. The 14th Amendment also says that uh, you can't challenge the validity of the national debt. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things in there. 
there. Yes, it was to, to give rights to freed slaves, but it's, it's broader than that. Uh, let's get some tweets in here. Mark tweets. Leslie, Mark, nothing to do with equality. It is strictly about the promotion of homosexual acts as normal <laughs> behavior. Yeah, well, what can I say? Um, and, and by the way, so that people understand, and Mark, wait in. I have a... I have a friend who's now married, uh, my friend, uh, well, a gay friend. Um, and up until he met his husband, who's now his husband, he never acted on his homosexual. In other words, he never had had a sexual experience with anybody, male or That's female. really – how old was he? Oh, late 20s. When he no, no sexual experience until nope. late 20s? Nope. I feel bad for that guy. No, he and one one of the reasons was he he was conflicted because of his family and religion and fear of yeah. coming out. Okay, yeah, and I and this is not the first time I've heard of this, but the reason I say this is, Mark, help me with this. Why do people think of homosexuality as a sexual act? Because homosexuality is. It's part of who you are. It doesn't necessarily, you know, what is right. it? Do guys just do guys just think about you know penises and 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 butts and two men kissing and doing things that they aren't comfortable with? It's an orientation, not an act. People can do whatever they want with their bodies. It's it's a question of who you're attracted to. Uh, you can have gay priests and straight priests, and none of them may may break their chastity vow. Very true. But, uh, you know, we have to distinguish the difference between an act and an orientation. You know, I'll give you another distinction that, that I talked about years ago, the difference between left-handedness and right-handedness. Left-handedness and right-handedness are orientations. You tend to want to use your right hand as a dominant hand or your left hand as a dominant hand. Nothing about your being left-handedness requires you to use your left hand. You can still use your right hand if you're left-handed. You can still use your left hand if you're right-handed, but your brain predisposes you to use one hand or the other. It's very, very similar, particularly since 90% of people are right-handed, but a good 10% are left-handed. It's the same with sexual orientation. It's an orientation, not an act. Uh, let's read some more tweets, and if you want to give us a buzz, 8886-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, David tweets, everything in the government is political. We have bigger problems to which we need to attend to. Do we have bigger problems? Is this the biggest problem? And You know what? Um, if it wants there is full equality for everyone, the issue is resolved. Uh, that's true for any of these equal rights questions. Then you can focus on other things. You know, the Supreme Court does all kinds of questions, uh, including uh, bankruptcy laws, some obscure tax laws. The interesting thing is they didn't take this. Many people thought they would take this question last year, and they didn't because every single lower court ruled that gay people could have equal rights. They didn't have to take the question. But when one court went in the other direction, then they had no choice but to take it. If the Sixth Circuit had simply followed what all the other circuits had done, there would need to be no Supreme Court case today. Definitely. Uh, we have a – this is an interesting question. Hope Dealer tweets, Mark Leslie, it seems like what – that's what America – oh, sorry, wrong person, Ellen. Uh, Mark and Leslie, will gays be a protected class or will they have the right to marry based on gender discrimination? Now, that's an interesting question, actually. I thought it was, You could yeah. rule either way. Um, one, the, the first case to rule on marriage equality was back in Hawaii, the early 1990s. And it was not a sexual orientation case. It was a gender discrimination case. And the, it goes something like this. Uh, Joe can marry Steve. Excuse me. Joe 
can marry um, uh, uh, oh, sorry, Joe can't marry Steve, but Shirley can marry Steve, and that's a discrimination against Joe because he's a man, or you know, vice versa. You know, Mary can marry cannot marry Shirley because she's a woman. That's gender discrimination, and that's how the case was taken. That's how it was won in Hawaii before there was any sexual orientation jurisprudence. I think an argument can be made on either score, on whether it's gender discrimination or sexual orientation discrimination. I think sexual orientation discrimination is a more close approximation of the problem. I think it's more specific to the problem, but I, I do think there's a gender discrimination argument as well. Oy, crazy, crazy. Okay. We post on Twitter, how do you think the Supreme Court of the United States will rule on marriage equality? The case heard uh, yesterday, and, you know, Bill tweets, Leslie Mark, how would you report it if those who believe in traditional marriage took to the streets at, like, uh, a la Baltimore? Okay. Would the words domestic terrorism be in your vocabulary? Uh, well, if people want to peacefully protest on anything, I welcome it. I support peaceful protest, uh, even including people I disagree with. I mean, I'm pro-choice, but when the pro-life advocates peacefully protest, I absolutely support their right to do so under the First Amendment. I will defend that right. Once people stop peacefully protesting and start violently looting and robbing and burning down things, that's not a protest anymore in my mind. That's a crime. Brian tweets, who doesn't. Brian tweets, marriage equality will probably pass with a narrow margin. It'll pass. And that's what you said as well. Let's take some calls. Line 5, David in Illinois joining us. Hey, David, good afternoon and welcome. What's your take on the Supreme Court and the uh, in the case of equality for all with regard to marriage, same-sex marriage? I believe that uh, we should have um, the whole issue decided by the voters in a binding national referendum. Congress can authorize this. It has the authority. There should be a binding national referendum, which the voters have the final say as to whether marriage should be defined in whatever terms we're going to define it. You mean be a true democracy and do majority rule? Uh, It should be based on majority rule. That's correct. That's an interesting suggestion. There has never been a national referendum in all of American history, and I don't think Congress does have the authority to authorize one. In fact, we don't do anything nationally. Some people think we elect the president nationally, but even that we don't do. We're actually electing electors at the state level who then go to the national election. Uh, there really are no such things as a national referendum. They just don't exist. Um, this is done state by state. States do control marriage rights, but of course they do so under the Constitution, which can require them to give equal protection under the laws. So I just don't think that's even possible. I, nor is it what if it were possible do you like that idea mark well you know now i do i could say because 61 percent of americans support marriage equality but i never ever think that civil rights should be put to a vote the majority of people in alabama and mississippi supported jim crow laws but that didn't make the, the the laws right the whole point of the constitution is to protect minorities from the tyranny of a majority and so no i don't think a referendum is a good idea although i think we'd win uh, I'm going to say this about uh, this issue. In 1924, the um, uh, Progressive Party Convention nominated La Follette for president and Burton K. Wheeler for vice president. They also supported, I don't think it has to be done that way, but they did support uh, an amendment to the Constitution which would specifically uh, authorize uh, the possibility of national referenda and uh, that's why I bring this up. 
and also, too, in Europe, I think almost every single constitution in Europe has this in their constitutions, of, uh, the authorization for national referenda on important issues. And uh, I must question. disagree with sir. I must no, disagree that, that, with you. I right. think that Congress has the power to authorize this. Well, no, 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 no. I think with a constitutional amendment, which is how you put it, of course it could be authorized. You can amend the Constitution to do practically anything. If an amendment of the Constitution passed to allow a national referendum, it would be legal and constitutional. I'm just saying it's not currently in our current Constitution. Well, for example, in New York State, the state legislature of New York has authorized in the past State referenda, but oh, absolutely! It's in many states. It's in California too. It's in yeah. many, many states have statewide referenda. They occur all the time. I just saying there's no provision for a national referendum currently in the Constitution. Although you could amend it, you're right. You could amend the Constitution to put that in, but it would require a constitutional amendment. But in any case, I don't think we should ever have a referendum on civil rights. Let's go to uh, Carol next in Wisconsin on line two. David, thank you for your call. Hey, Carol. Good afternoon and welcome. Hi, thank you very much. I've been with my partner for over 30 years. Congratulations. We, we deserve equal protection under the law. Not many marriages last 30 years. I have a couple things to say. I was wondering um, what, what Mark and you think are the chances the court will rule in our favor for marriage equality so I can finally marry my partner. I agree, with, Ma- I agree with Mark. I think it's going to be 5-4, and I say that based on the comments yesterday. Yeah, I, I, my prediction is 5-4 on the first question and 6-3 on the second question. Uh, overall, I would say the chances of it happening are uh, about 85%. That gives me a 15% chance it doesn't happen. But I, 5 out of 6, it's going to happen, and uh, you'll be able to get married soon. But I thought there was already marriage equality in Wisconsin. There isn't? There is. Um, however, our partner, my partner and I decided not to get married until the entire United States can marry. Gotcha. All right. And, Fair uh, enough. You know, while I, if I have more time, I don't know. Um, well, no, I, I wish you a happy late June or early July wedding. Oh, <laughs> God bless you, both of you. All right. Um, while it's true that some passages in the ancient scripture condemn homosexuality, but Christians have happily jettisoned other parts of the Bible that everyone deems archaic and irrelevant today, passages that condone slavery. They deem women as sub- subordinate to men and recommend that adulterers be stoned to death. So I don't understand why, you know, this is even an issue. I'll tell you something. In the Bible, you can find one or two, maybe three passages on homosexuality. You can find thousands of passages about feeding the hungry, taking care of the widow, the orphan, looking out Absolutely. for the stranger. Absolutely. And- those Absolutely. Are things Republicans are never doing. And, and by and the way, Mark, Mark speaking, Carol, thank you for your call. Speaking about Bible, even if somebody considers homosexuality a sin, they're still not supposed to judge the sinner or the sin. They can even hate the act, but not the person. And they are clearly supposed to, as the Bible says, give to Caesar what is Caesar. So, you know, we have a constitution in this country, and I think it's very clear that. Uh, equality for all means for all. Uh, we have um, a lot of uh, people emailing us, a lot of people tweeting us calls as well. Eight 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 six Leslie, eight 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 six five three seven five four three. David emails. The ironic part is gay people get to pay the marriage tax. Now, he just wrote one line, so I'm not sure what he meant by that. Do you know what he means by that? I know what he means about paying the marriage tax, but 
Um, are, are you guys paying into this tax now? No, right? You don't pay the marriage tax unless you file as a married couple. Yeah, a marriage tax is a penalty on uh, on couples that jointly file income taxes, which they can do now, starting with the Windsor case in 2013. All gay married couples file the same taxes as all straight married couples at the federal level. May has a question that <clears throat> I think you'd be better answering. What is wrong with a civil union that produces equal rights? Why do you have to have, you know, the Supreme Court decision or, you know, why not a civil union? As many states um, already do or have allowed, even prior to them, allowing uh, people to be married in that state, not just a civil union. Two problems with civil unions. One, they're not recognized by the federal government because the federal government only recognizes marriage and federal government is half of all marriage rights. And two, there's the basic problem of separate and unequal. You know, people said, what's wrong with black schools? They'll teach them just as well as the white schools. Well, they turn out to be separate and unequal. It's a marriage. It should be called a marriage. Uh, that's a civil marriage. Religions can do whatever they please. They can choose to marry gay couples. They can choose not to. They can choose to marry Christians or Jews or atheists or Muslims or not to. Uh, Catholic Church doesn't have to marry anyone that's not Catholic. Religions can marry whomever they want, but the government must treat everyone equally under the law. Independent Girl tweets, I will be upset if the Supreme Court changes the Constitution. Never will I agree with same-sex marriage. No special rights. Is this a special right? And, it, and does this require absolutely a change to the Constitution? Or is it a clarification of what is already in it? It's equal protection under the law. It's a question of whether gay couples should have the same rights as straight couples. The right to marry has been considered fundamental by the Supreme Court for more than 100 years. They even let prisoners with life sentences get married. If a mass murderer who's committed a life sentence and will never be able to consummate that marriage with his spouse can get married, these two nice gay ladies who've been together for 30 years can't? Come on. And somebody else had to make a remark about, well, the divorce lawyers are going to be happy. You know, I say, <clears throat> I hope that, you know, gay men and lesbian women get it right because we have a 54% divorce rate among heterosexuals. Mark, you know, I love you. Thank you for joining us, buddy. Happy Thank you, day. Leslie. Mark Levine, you can follow him on Twitter and listen to him hour one, Monday through Friday, here on the Only True Democracy and Talk Radio on the Inside Scoop. His website, marklevinetalk.com. On Twitter, follow him there at Mark Levine Talk. 